Uh, of course, I won't give you all of them probably. I, I've already mentioned two this morning. And I'd like to get through them all, but I, I don't know that I will. Uh, but I want to give you seven things the Bible says about one little phrase here in Psalms chapter number 1. You begin to study these words. They're all throughout the Word of God. In Psalms 1-1, the first phrase there is, Blessed is the man. Uh, that's my thought for the day. That's been my thought for the week. I'm just real blessed. And uh, I'm not mad about being saved. I'm not mad that I'm pastoring a, a New Testament local church. I'm not, I'm not mad that I know what it is for my sins to be gone. And there's a whole crowd of religious people out there uh, that claim to know Christ, yet they're mad about it. And they hate everybody and everything, but I'm not that I'm just blessed. <laughs> if we got what we deserve, we'd all go to hell. We're just blessed. And uh, so if God help me, I want to run through these psalms and preach on a simple thought tonight. Blessed is the man. That's my thought. Blessed is the man. Look with me in Psalms chapter number 1 and verse number 1. If you're there, say amen. amen. The Word of God said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth, uh, forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. Uh, but we, uh, excuse me, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish if I could I want to draw our thought from verse 1 and carry you to some other passages and portions of scripture and preach on this simple thought blessed is the man blessed is the man please pray for me and pray with me tonight Father in Jesus good sweet name I Come to you one more time. Lord, I sure I do thank you for all that you've done. Thank you, Lord, for your sweet spirit that we feel in this place. God, thank you, Lord, for saving sinners and God reviving saints. Lord, thank you for stopping my way one more time. And Lord, I'm asking you tonight to help me preach. Lord, I'm asking the Lord to fill me with great power and unction, Lord. God, I cannot do what I need to do on my own. But God, if you help me for a little while, God, under the power and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost, Lord, I'll sure thank you. And I'll praise your lovely name. Preach me, Lord. I'm emptying myself, Lord. Fill me and preach me tonight. Oh, God, preach me, Lord. And hang sinners over hell. And God, let the saints smell the sweetness of the glory world. Oh, God, what you did 
tonight. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' precious name and for his sake. And all the Lord's people said amen and amen. You may be seated tonight. Blessed is the man. I said it this morning, but if you were to go around and were to ask every single person in the building who would want to be a blessed man or a blessed woman, I imagine we'd all check that box that says yes. Listen to me tonight, child of God, sinner. My friend, we're all the same in the fact that we all want to live a blessed life. We want the hand and the favor of God upon us. I ain't never met a sinner that did not ask for God's protection in their life. I've never met a sinner that didn't ask for God's favor in their life. I've never met one person that had some kind of a disagreement with God blessing them. Fact is, all men want to be blessed. But here's the cold hard facts. My friend, until you know the free part of sin and you've been washed in the crimson blood and your sins are gone, my friend, you don't know what it is to live in the favor and the blessing of God. You say, well, I've got my health. Well, you better hear me, neighbor. Your health can leave you tonight. You say, I've got a roof over my head. That, that, that roof could perish tonight. You say, I come here in a car. It don't take but a split second and you can lose your car. I've got money in the bank. Hold on to it, neighbor, because we all fixing to lose that. Amen. I'm trying to tell you, you can have all the temporal cares of this world, but that does not mean that you're a blessed man or a blessed woman for it all is going to vanish away. But the psalmist said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. My friend, there's a threefold deal here concerning the position of the sinner. First of all, we find that they walk in the counsel of the ungodly. May I say tonight, it's not brain surgery, the opposite of ungodly counsels, godly counsel. You know where you're going to find godly counsel? You're sitting in the right place for some godly counsel. My friend, the Bible said the sinner stands in the way of sinners. Can I remind you there is but two ways. You better hear me. There's only two ways. You're on one or two roads tonight. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care what your opinion is. It makes me no difference what your philosophy or ideology is. There's two ways, friend. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of destruction. There's a broad way. Everybody gets on the broad way. That's where this old world's are traveling. That's where every sinner's walking. You look around, seems like you got plenty of company. You look around, boy, there's exits for money. There's exits for fame. There's exits for lust. There's exits for love. There's exits for drugs. There's exits for alcohol. There's exits for premarital sex. There's exits for this and for that. But my friend, when you get to the end of that road, it's a dead end and drops off into hell. But I'm glad, hey, 
glory to God. I'm glad as a seven-year-old boy, my way was redirected. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I'm glad to be on the straight way and not the crooked way. I'm glad to be on the narrow way. The Bible said, few there be in. But can I say, there's been a many times on that straight way. I've looked around, seemed like nobody was there. But it might be not there, glory to God. There was a hand, an unseen hand, an unseen hand that stretched from the glory world and rested upon my shoulder. He comforts me when I'm comfortless. He gives me joy when I'm overwhelmed. He gives me peace when I've got fear. He gives me faith when I start to worry. I'm trying to tell you, blessed is the man that walks with God. Blessed is the man, number one, that walks with God. Two men in your Bible walked with him. The Bible said Enoch walked with God. The Bible said that Noah walked with God. Let me tell you something about Noah. He walked with God and everybody thought he was a nut job. You know what they say about us, don't you? You might as well enjoy the ride. You done here? It's like a roller coaster at Dollywood. Once you get on, they buckle you in and you shoot, you just hang on for the ride. Ain't no getting off. You done here? Just hang on. Hey, I said you done here? Just hang on. This could be the night that God makes you, uh, gives you a crossroads and you can find another way. And for those of you that are on the right way, it's a good reminder that we're blessed. Hallelujah. Uh, and I say blessed is the man that walks with God. I'm going to try it. Hey, I'm going to try my best to tell it like I feel it. Little iron, you better hear me. One day you're going to be a grown man. Uh, you, you're going to be Shelby. Are you listening? You're going to be the example somewhere. You better stay with God, boy. I'm telling you, there's going to be a thousand different ways uh, to get you detoured off the right way. Uh, my friend, I'm here to tell you, uh, you'll lose the blessing and the favor of God on your life uh, when you take the wrong way. Uh, I've seen it time and time again. Uh, people that used to sit in this very building on Saturday night had a beer bottle in their hand trying to find what they used to have. But you won't find it down yonder. with God. Secondly, blessed is the man that's been washed by God. Blessed is the man that's been washed by God. Look with me in Psalms 32. Psalms 32. Oh my, I hope I don't get hung up here again. I I, I stay here all morning in, in the book of Romans from this point. My God, it felt so good. We might have to do it again. Psalm chapter 32, look in verse 2. We're doing a little word study, a little word search, if you will, through the Scriptures. We're looking at that phrase, that thought, blessed is the man. Number one, blessed is the man that walks with God. 
Number two, blessed is the man that's been washed by God. Look in verse two of Psalms 32. Verse two, here it is again. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity. Now I'm going to ask you a question. I ask it this morning. But how in the world has there ever been a man on planet earth that God could look at and not impute iniquity unto him? The Bible said in Romans 4, 8, Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. So how in the world when God, the great God of glory, looks down out of the portals of glory and he sees into the hearts and the souls of mankind, how is it possible that he would not impute sin and he would not impute iniquity to us. I mean the Bible lets us know for all has sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible lets us know there's none that doeth good. No, not one. So how can God look at you and no longer see your sin and your iniquity? I'm going to tell you how. There's only one way and blessed is the man that's washed by God. When you get saved, neighbor, you get washed. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. Look here. And sinners plunge beneath that flood. They lose all their guilty stains. That old song says this. What sins are you talking about? I don't remember them anymore. From the book by the blood. They've all been washed out. I don't remember them anymore. There's only one way that God would not impute to you sin and iniquity and that's when you've been washed Uh, may I say in Romans chapter number 3 verse number 5 the Bible said uh, my friend if our unrighteousness uh, commend the righteousness of God what shall we say is God unrighteous who taketh vengeance Uh, I speak as a man God forbid for then how shall God judge the world Uh, for the truth of God hath more abounded through my life unto his glory why yet am I also judged as a sinner and not rather as we be slanderously reported and some affirm that we say let us do evil that good may come whose damnation is just what then are we better than they no in no wise for we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that all are under sin as it is written there is none righteous no not one hey you better hear me tonight listen up Verse number 11, there is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Their throne is an open sepulcher. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asp is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their way and the way of peace have they not known there is no fear of God before their eyes now we know that what things soever the law saith it saith to them who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight for by the laws the knowledge of sin but thank God that the tides fits into change but now the righteousness of God 
God without the law is made manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God somebody going to have to get happy verse 24 being justified freely by his grace uh, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God had set forth uh, and to be a propitiation through faith in his blood uh, and to declare his righteousness his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past uh, though the forbearance of God to declare I say it this time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus I'm trying to tell you tonight uh, my friend thank God uh, for a lovely Savior uh, that imputed his own righteousness uh, uh, to everyone that believed uh, there's only one way that God uh, can look on a man and not see his sin and not see his iniquity and that's when he's been washed uh, by God through his own blood uh, you say why are you so happy why are we so blessed uh, if God never done another blessed thing but wash us in his blood blessed are we that have been washed we've been justified his righteousness has been imputed unto us blessed is the man that's been washed by God what about this Romans 4 the Bible says a lot, of, a lot about it here in, verse, in chapter number 4 Look at verse uh, uh, Look at verse 3 For what saith the scripture Abraham believed God It was counted unto him for righteousness Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace but of debt And to him that worketh not but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly His faith is counted for righteousness You know what it takes to be saved? Yes sir Faith and repentance. Amen. Sodom was talking to me in that parking lot out there about being saved, and she she didn't have to, but she began to confess some sins to me. The pastor, I've done this and I've done this. Just just last night, I've done this. This was her question: Is that your mama? Listen to me, Mama Bear. She said, but I've done this and this and this. How in the world could God love me? I said, he does. She said, no, you don't understand. I've done this and I've done this and I've done this. Is there any way possible that he could still love me? I'm going to go a step further. She said, I don't always even feel loved by people around me. Is there any way that God really loves me? I said, oh, you better hear the word I'm fixing to tell you. Hey, glory to God. I said, he came for the sinner. He came for the ungodly. Hey, good I said he came for the sinner. He came for the ungodly. He came for the outcast. He came for the wicked man. That's who he came for. She said, what do I got to 
will do what he said he'd do. He does love you. He will forgive you. Oh, you go in God. All you gotta do is confess and repent your sin. And the good God of glory will save the good man. Mama, for two and a half hours, your little girl laid over here confessing her sins to God. The church doesn't at home. Are you hearing me? I don't know if we ever met, but I feel like I can talk to you like this. If I can't, you just have to get on to it later. But for two and a half hours, you're a girl. Let me tell you something, Mama. God have mercy. She didn't just confess her sins. She told me she had to admit some things. She had been mad at God about some things. She had bitterness in her heart, Mama, towards God. God, if you really love me, why has this happened and this happened? And why do I have to feel this and feel that? God, I don't understand why me. And she got mad at God. Are you hearing me? She was bitter with God. She was upset with God. She said, but when I begin to get honest with God and tell Him all of my feelings and my heartaches and my pain and my disagreement and my bitterness in my heart towards God, she said, it wasn't long I started getting honest I can feel all that stuff leaving me. Hey, glory to God. And she went from asking, Can God save me? Up to God save me. And I heard her mother. I heard her mother. I heard her mother. I saved her soul. I was here, glory to God. With the God of heaven rescued her. I was here. He was hovering over her. And I'm here to tell you, sin a man, sin a woman, <laughs> he can do the same thing. You go out of here saying, Blessed, blessed, blessed is the man. Oh, I'm so blessed each day that I live. Hey, he gets more than I need. I can never describe his goodness to me. You ask me how I made it, and I don't remember the rest. washes our sins away and cast them as far as the east is from the west and he imputes his righteousness not the preacher's righteousness not the Baptist's righteousness not the deacon's righteousness not mammal's righteousness listen you got to get this for yourself some of y'all's going to hang on to mammal's religion and you're going to go tell why but you get hard of faith get washed in the blood you get your own righteousness you know what it feels like to be what happened 
I'm trying to tell you, I'm blessed tonight because of being washed. I've been washed. And I'm blessed because of it. Been washed. My Lord. Romans 4.11 said, and he received the sign of circumcision. The seal, a seal of the righteousness of faith which he had yet been uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe. Though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. Romans 4.11. You know what you got there? I need y'all to hear this. Let me just ask a question. Let's just be honest. I don't know, so that's what I'm asking. Does anybody here know what it's like? And, And just understand the question. How do y'all agree just because you have a father does not mean you have a father? Right. Everybody say that? Right. You have a biological father that was not a father. Right. So I'm going to ask this question. Is there anybody here that knows what it's like to grow up without a father? Would you raise your hand? Lift it up. Oh my. Would y'all, would y'all give me three minutes? Just hold your hand up. I know what it's like to grow up without a father. All right. Listen to me, fatherless. I'm going to tell y'all the best news you ever heard. Romans chapter number four, verse number 11. Keep your hands up. I'm talking just to you tonight. He received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had yet being uncircumcised that he look here listen to me that he might be the father of all them that believe hey hear me if you wrote and was raised up without a father when you got saved not only did you get his righteousness but you got a relationship he's a better he's a better father than any man could ever be you said I've been robbed of parenthood I've been robbed of a mama. I've been robbed of a daddy. Hey! Hey, the Bible said that even when your father and your mother forsake you, then will the Lord lift you up. I'm trying to tell you, he's a father to the fatherless. He's a mother to the motherless. He'll not only give you righteousness, he'll give a relationship. You don't have to live the rest of your life feeling like you've been abandoned. Any of y'all ever raised without a mother? Anybody? Raised without a mother? Any of y'all ever raised, maybe you lost a sibling, a brother or sister who was raised with that boy? Maybe something happened to him and passed away. There's one. Anybody else is a void for a sibling? Can I tell you? Oh, God. You hear me, son? He's the best father that you will ever know. He's the best mother that you will ever know. He's the best brother that you will ever know. He's the best sister that you will ever know. He's the best friend that you will ever know. There's nothing or nobody. Glory, 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 glory. 
I got Southern. I'm not going to go. You can go through Romans chapter 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, and 14 and read about this imputed righteousness. I'm not going to read it for sake of time. But I want to say, blessed is the man who waits on God. Look in Psalm 34. Psalm 34. Everybody okay? Ain't nobody more tired than me, so you hang on. Psalms 34. Verse number 8. <clears throat> Psalms 34. And verse number 8. If you're there, say amen. The Bible said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Here's our words. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. So I want to be blessed. I want to be a blessed man. You're going to have to learn how to wait on God. Are you listening? You're going to have to learn to trust Him. You say, I ain't seeing everything. I can't understand. I don't see how all this can get fixed. You want to be blessed? While you're, while you're waiting on everything uh, uh, that you're waiting on to come to fruition, you've got to learn how to trust God. And if you'll learn to wait on God, you'll be blessed and highly favored. The Bible said in Psalms chapter 40, look there, Psalms chapter number 40 and verse number 4. Psalm chapter number 40 and verse number 4. If you're there, say amen. Here's our words again. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. Turn to Psalm chapter 84. Psalm chapter number 84 and verse number 12. Psalm chapter number 84 and verse number 12. Say amen when you get there. Psalm 84 verse number 12. Here's what the Bible said. Oh Lord of hosts. Here it is again. Blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. The Bible said in Jeremiah 17 7. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope uh, the Lord is. I want to be blessed brother Josh. Well so far we see three things that you must be and you must do to be blessed by the Lord. To be a blessed man or a blessed woman. Number one blessed is the man who walks with God. Number two blessed is the man that's been washed by God. And then blessed is the man that waits on God. There's some things brother Josh I need God to do. I need God. Any of y'all got family? 
family you like see God say uh, God save uh, and y'all got problems you like see God fix uh, and y'all got difficulties you like see God uh, turn around uh, and y'all got dreams and ambitions that you like to see God fulfill is there anybody here in the room tonight that would like to marry a godly husband or a godly wife uh, is there anybody here that would like to have children uh, to raise in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord uh, I'm here to tell you, neighbor, God don't work on our time. He works on His. And you're going to have to learn to wait on God. You're going to have to learn to say no to your time and say no to your will and say no no to your plan and say, God, I'm willing to wait on you. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord whose hope is in the Lord. Let me ask you a question tonight. Who or what do you have your hope in? We placed it in something or somebody. Isn't it sad and scary? There's a lot of people tonight, their hope is in that White House. We hear preachers say that all the time. That's not just a figure of speech. Everything they're hoping in is who's sitting in that Oval Office. That's their hope. I'll give Rich, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Ronald Reagan. Don't make me no difference. They're all men and they all fail. Hey. Every hope that I have here in this old sinful world is anchored in the blood of the Lamb. Though the billows are raging and they're tossed to and fro, there's peace beneath that flood. My hope is in the blood of the precious Lamb of God. There is no other fountain so sweet. He has washed away all my sin. He's gave me peace and joy with him. My hope is anchored in his blood. Only one thing will matter when the time shall come to die. The pleasures of this world they won't mean one thing, but the joy of knowing Jesus, it will last on my fear, for he took away destiny, and my hope is in the Of the Lamb. 
blood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Let me ask you a question. Some of y'all are here tonight and you don't know this hope. Right. You don't know the hope. That's why God's dealing with you. I'm fixing to sing again. We're going to shout. I believe it would be a good idea if you're lost and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I crawl. Are you listening? I crawl my way to an altar and I beg God to save my soul. I beg God to save me tonight. He'll save you. All you've got to do is repent your sin. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Every hope that I have here in this sinful world it's anchored in the blood of the land though the billows are raging and the calls to and fro Yeah, but all that can be taken away. 
until you know him. You don't have peace. Why are you all the time messing up and doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again? Because you're a slave to your sin. You've never been set free. But listen to me tonight. God's dealing with you. This is what it takes to be saved. Two thousand years ago, there was a man named Jesus that was born of a virgin. He lived 33 and a half perfect sinless years. They nailed him to a cross. Hear me now. That was our cross. Listen to me. Child of God, sinner, that was your cross. He died on the cross because he loved you and he loved me. All you've got to do is repent of being an unbeliever. Yeah, exactly right. Repent of your sin. It ain't, listen, God might have you confess all that, but you don't got to do that. Yeah. You know what you've got to repent of? Being an unbeliever. Right. You've got to repent of the sin of rejection. Turn from being a God rejecter. <laughs> Believe by faith that God will save you because He saved you. Lord, I am an old, rotten, no good for nothing sinner. But I believe that you died on the hill called Calvary. You shed your blood for me. Here's what I want to do. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Nobody looking around. Nobody looking around. Nobody looking around. If you're here, God's dealing with you about being saved. I'm not going to come to you. We're not going to pressure you. We're not going to embarrass you. But I want to pray for you. Are you if you're here and you're unsaved, God's dealing with your heart. Would you shake your hand up? Just be honest. That's me, preacher. I need that. I ain't got the night saved. Would you lift your hand? It's the first step. Lift your hand. Admit to God that you need Him. Are you listening? Admit to God that you need Him. What God done for you, He did for all your things. Hey, I wouldn't embarrass nobody. If you're here and you're lost, I wouldn't live here that way. What God done dumped the whole load of glory down in this arm last Sunday night, saved her soul. He's near, He's filled with you. Why would you leave out of here lost tonight? Fall in this altar and beg a thrice only God to save your wretched soul tonight. He'll save you. Won't you come? Won't you come to this altar and say, Lord, you save her. Won't you save me? I am an old sinner. God, I need you to save me. Won't you come? What you come, there's a there's a hold from hell. There's a hold and a hell. On some of y'all tonight. You got a preacher. Hey, I'm not in this business of pressure. I'm God's done deal with you. You got a preacher honor us, honest enough to look at you and tell you. He'll save you tonight. Kill him. 
wonder what he'd do for Miss Arnold's faith as a brand new Christian to see God do something in her family. You know who my ministry is? Miss Arnold's mama. You know who my ministry is? My family. I love all these people. I'm glad they're here. But if I want all them to Jesus and my family went to hell, I'd be a failure. If I can see my little old wife and my babies believe on Jesus and everybody else died without him and went to hell, I can be a success. Old timers, I'm sure y'all heard this song. The old timers used to sing the old song, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? I'm here to tell you, man, ain't just a Miss Arms family or the visitors. Everybody thinks that. But if you're here tonight, you don't know that you're saved. Are you girls listening to me? Either Evan, all these youngins. Where's Wesley? Is he here? Wesley? Not going to sing one day, son. Could be tonight. You listen, Jonah. God's gonna save you. You hear me? Hey, Elijah, that's my boy. Look at me, son. One of these days, look at your daddy. God's gonna save you. One of these days. Where's little Emma? Emma, you don't understand. One of these days, baby girl, God's going to save you. <laughs> yes. One of these days, little hell, God's going to save you. Little Colson, one of these days, son, God, we thank you right now, Lord, for saving one of these days. Rose Bunch, one of these days, God.
talk to the Lord and get saved. I'll be scared tonight and go to hell. Can I say I've preached several times and on two occasions I've seen men look at me, acknowledge they were lost, God was dealing with them, they didn't come. And that was it. One of them was my uncle. Raised his hand, he was lost several times. Had my hands in his hands. Wanting to be saved. And he got up and walked out. This is truth. This happened in 2015. Walked out, got in the car. Within 20 minutes, he was dead. See, a lot of preachers preach like this, but they don't believe what they're preaching. A lot of preachers say this could be the last chance, but they fully intend on seeing you again. I don't preach that way anymore. Because I've done seeing God give the last chance. You know, the Bible said that we read it earlier this morning. How shall they hear without a preacher? You know what God sent you tonight? He sent you a preacher. What you'll find out about this church, we're very close. We love one another, we're family. I'm going to sit through services like this for almost a year. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't think she's ever going to get saved. She just had so much in her heart that was holding, she was holding on to. And we prayed for a year. That man up there labored with me for the banks. It's our assistant pastor. So we was going to baptize her last week and she said, no, let's wait till Sunday. And then she found out Brother Max could be here Sunday morning. She said, we got to wait till he gets back. Because she knows his prayers have something to do for us. Here's what I want to do. Y'all, I've never done this. I know you don't believe Seven years I've been pastor. I've never just dealt with first time ministers like this. No. Never. Am I lying? No. no. <laughs> I feel like I can't. I feel like I can talk to y'all. You ain't mad. You ain't embarrassed. You ain't going to storm out. So I'm never going to make that preacher stay on us all night. I've never felt liberty to do what I've done. But here's what I want to do. I want to pray specifically for Arnold and her family. Now listen to me. Sister, Sarah, I'm going to tell you because you probably don't know, but God sent you a preacher. The Lord has run your heart out. The mama, this ain't a bad thing. This ain't a bad thing. This is a real good thing.
He looks for childlike faith. The Lord Jesus loves you. If he died on the cross for your sins and my sins, here's what you got to do. Now listen to me. God sent you to preach it. I ain't never done this church. But I'm in the will of God. I've never done this. But I'm in the will of God. Because that little girl, God has run her out. And she needs somebody to help her. So listen to me. Her name's Sarah, right? Let me ask you a question, Sarah. If God would save you tonight, would you let him? <laughs>
And mom and dad, y'all saved? Y'all died on the way home. Do I got the hope of tomorrow? I want to know. I want to know. I had to stand over your casket. I want to know. Find 